Hey guys, you want to know what I carry on my first backpacking trip? Do you know what I carry still on my backpacking trips? Well, I'm going to give you four of them tomorrow here on Backpackers First Steps. And you'll be able to get these local or you may have to order them. So stick around to see what they are and I'll see you on the trail. Hey folks and welcome back to another episode of Backpackers First Steps. I'm your host John and once again we are looking at the season exploding with a lot of people getting out of the trails and I had a question the other day from a, a new backpacker what it was like for my first pack, uh, backpacking trip. So to kind of make it short um it was an experience um i've said before my experience kind of came through i wouldn't say an experience but my watching and really getting into it was everybody that was in the pct and it's not one of those trails that i'm you know wanting to go on or be able to get out to because one i can't afford to get out that way and do it and two there's a lot here in Michigan that I'd still like to be able to do and see. So without having to leave the state, I still have 15, about 1,500 miles here in Michigan. So, so I had, you know, explained to them that where I got my idea to go backpacking was through there. I've already stated, you know, the people that really inspired me to get into backpacking. But the trip was all in itself different. Um, I watched the weather like crazy. It was two. It was um, October, the end of October of 2019 when I went on my first trip on the North Country Trail along uh, Pritchard Rocks. I wasn't planning to do the whole thing. I was merely testing my equipment for the following year. And so we were supposed to do May of 2020, but we all know what happened with COVID. So long story short, I go through and I prep and I prep. I get my food. I'm getting my sleeping bag. Um, I made my mistake there and these trips, you know, your first one around is always there to help you and kind of get you, you know, your feet wet of where, whether, you know, it takes one or two I and mean, sometimes three different, uh, trips to say, you know what, this isn't really cut out for me. So getting back to the story, I said it, here it is, October, the end of October, 2019, uh, along Lake Superior, I set out from Log Slide uh, parking area down to Asable East uh, campground, which is about two miles. And I just wasn't ready for the downward. Well, the downward wasn't bad. It was the return going up. It was pretty bad. So, the weather report looked good. It was supposed to be in the high 50s and 60s, 
but the night times got kind of low. Well, I had bought a quilt slash sleeping bag. I don't know what it was. And it was rated for 40 degrees. Well, there was my first mistake. Yeah, it's only rated for 40 degrees, but when it got down into the 30s that night and started to rain and things, you know, turned south really quickly. But the day before, you know, that day, it was beautiful. I said it was in the high 50s, close to 60 when I got to Log Slide, got my pack, and for some reason or another, I decided to grab a blanket that was in my car. It was a heavier a wool blanket and luck be have me I, I get going and I know Dan Becker's gonna laugh at me on this one is that the chest strap that I had for my Ozark trail pack busted uh, he doesn't like the uh, he had an Ozark but just wasn't for him but then again we overpack like we always do we we are we pack our insecurities and, oh, I may need this or I might need that or, oh, man, I might need this. You eventually learn that you don't need this and you don't need that. So I was able to get my chest strap fixed and headed down the trail. The view was just amazing. I mean, if you're just going from log slide down to the lighthouse you kind of know what I mean. And seeing that for the first time solo, it was just breathtaking. And the greatest thing was there was no wind. Lake Superior was calm pretty much all day. So with almost two liters of water and at that time, two, three days worth of food. I was only supposed to be out for two days. I was supposed to go out, just test some gear, and then go from there. And it just didn't turn out that way. The tent I ended up having was an Eclipse that I got from Bass Pro at uh, Cabela's. Uh, it ended up leaking on me. In all four corners where the tent stakes went down in that, so from there, and also the zipper, uh, the bottom zipper for the doorway was also, uh, water was leaking through there. So it got to be really, really nasty on the inside, getting wet, trying to clean it up the best I could. So this was about 5, 6 o'clock in the morning when the rain had started getting really heavy. And... You know, here I am trying to pack everything up, knowing that I can't stay out here for another night. There was just no way. So I had peeked my head out, and I had noticed that it kind of started snowing and raining. And the wind was just hellacious coming off Lake Superior. And the waves were high. You can already see that, you know, things, bad things were coming. So... I made the choice to start bailing out. I had There was another couple that was there, and they're like, oh, you should stay until at least first light. And I'm like, I can't stay in a tent that's raining, you know, that's leaking in. So I, I got to go. So I was cold. I was shivering. Um, I didn't really have the proper gear on, if you will, for um, that day. 
So I don't know what I was thinking. So throwing my pack on, you know, bunching everything up in the rain and heading out and going back up <laughs> those inclines was a bit rough. Um, that could have spelled tragedy as, as wet as it was, as nasty as it was. And not knowing if there was wildlife out there. I mean, I had a headlamp, yeah. I had a really, really good headlamp that had some distance on it. But you couldn't make things out. It was just so windy, and I said the rain was just chaotic. So, with that being said, once I got to the car, I, I knew I got to start, you know, bettering my equipment and that type of thing. So... I eventually did get rid of, well, I still have it, actually. I still have the 40-degree um, quilt that I got from, uh, uh, that one came from Dunham's. And then the Climate V, uh, which I still have, and I, I took out on my last trip. And then I still have the backpack. Actually, I took the back, the Ozark Trail backpack out with me on my last trip. It didn't handle great. You know, I had um, probably about 30, 32 pounds in there. I had dropped quite a bit of weight going to the uh, UGQ quilt. Uh, that was a really nice quilt. And a lighter tent. I ended up going to a one-person Marmont uh, tungsten. And that was fantastic. Going from, a, you know, four or five pound two-man tent down to a one-man, which was about two and a half, three pounds, if it was that. It's fabulous, folks. So take the first trip, get out there and do it, and learn from your mistakes. If you know that you just like, if you didn't pick it up or use it once, there was no reason to bring it out the second time. But that's not always the case. Don't that's why I always say, give it a chance. It may take two or three or four times to go, you know what? This is for me or this isn't for me. So get out there and have some fun. And hopefully I will see you on the trail. You take care.